Hi everybody, Mike Wardrop from Encounter Church here and thanks so much for tuning into our podcast. Our prayer is that through this podcast, you could have an encounter with Jesus that will change your life. And now get ready for an inspiring message from our teaching team. So it's a brand new year, a brand new decade. How exciting. And today we're kickstarting our brand new series, Hearing God. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to spend some time looking into the ways that God is speaking to us and how we can learn to tune in and listen more closely for God's voice in our lives. And I want to start today by quickly sharing a story from the Old Testament where the prophet Elijah, he goes up to a mountain and, and God says, meet me there and wait for my presence to pass by. So Elijah's up on this mountain and, and he's waiting on God and all of a sudden a great wind passes by, but God was not in the wind. And after the wind comes a great earthquake, but God was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake comes a fire, but God was not in the fire. And finally, after the fire comes a gentle whisper. And that's how God came to meet with Elijah in a still and small voice. And growing up in church, I heard this story time and time again, and I always thought it was so strange that our God would come in such an easy way to miss, such a subtle way. And it was only until I was, you know, unpacking these verses and pressing into hearing God that I finally understood the underlying message. Our God speaks in a whisper because He's close. Our God is not a distant God. He's a God that desires a relationship with you. And it doesn't matter where we are in life. It doesn't matter how far we've turned away. He is near. And He is so near that He doesn't need to speak any louder than a whisper. But that doesn't mean our lives aren't full of distractions that are competing with the whispers of heaven. And please hear me that today I'll be preaching just as much to myself because I'm someone who struggles to hear from God. This has been an area that I've always wrestled with in my faith. And this past week was probably the most challenging, having to press in and receive a word from God and what to speak on tonight. But I was expectant and I was leaning in. And no matter what, I want to be positioned for an interruption from heaven. One of my favorite Bible verses comes from Psalm 116 verse 2, which says, Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. And I love this verse because it paints this beautiful picture of our God bending down to listen when we speak to him. And it's exactly the same when He speaks to us. Our God is leaning in. He gets down to our level. And if you don't take away anything else from today, just know that God wants to speak to you right where you are. Whether it's your first time in church, whether you're sitting in the front row or the back row or you're tuning in on the podcast, God is wanting to speak with you today. And so would you pray with me as we lean in and open up our hearts ready to receive a word from God tonight? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are near. We thank you that you are so close and that you were leaning in and wanting to speak to us. So Lord, would you settle our thoughts and position our hearts as we receive a word from you tonight? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about how we can hear God through His written Word. Luke 1 verse 37 says that no word from God will fail. 
And so we can have confidence that we can trust and hear God through the Scriptures because it's the framework into which He will speak. And so today we're going to spend some time reading um, 2 Timothy 3, verse 15 to 17. And it should be up on the screen behind me. And it says, You remember that ever since you were a child, you have, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching the truth, rebuking error, correcting faults, and giving instruction for right living, so that the person who serves God may be fully qualified and equipped to do every kind of good deed. Another translation says that all Scripture is God-breathed. And if we turn to the very beginning of Scripture, before the earth was even formed, it says the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Now in Hebrew, the word for spirit is ruah, which means breath. And as we continue to read this passage, God begins to speak the first words into existence. He says, let there be light. And so without God's voice, before he breathed onto earth, it was formless, empty and dark. Which brings me to my first point today, that the word of God illuminates. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Which means that God's word is there to guide us, to illuminate and to light our path. The very first thing that God speaks into existence is light. And that's because without light, we simply can't see. If we switched off all the lights in this room, we would have trouble navigating and making sense of what's around us. And it's exactly the same with God's Word. It is through the Holy Spirit that we are able to understand and interpret the Scriptures. There's a quote from a preacher named Charles Spurgeon which says the best interpreter of a book is generally the man who wrote it. And by the breath of God, the spirit of God, the scriptures came to be. And so we need to ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand its meaning, to know what it is saying so that we can hear from our God. And whilst the Bible was written by a lot of different writers, poets, prophets and apostles, there is only one true author. And that's why it's important to understand that we can never fully comprehend the Word of God. We can never fully live by it and hear God through His Word without the Holy Spirit. So we need to ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the Word of God in Scripture for us, to interpret its meaning and to light up our lives. My second point for today is that the Word of God is consistent. Now, who else can relate that when you're wanting to hear from God, you grab your Bible, you sit on your bed, and you're like, God, I need to hear from you today. Please give me a word. And you close your eyes and you randomly open up and it lands somewhere in Lamentations and it says something like, tears stream from my eyes, no one can hear me. And you're like, um, no, God, no, God, not that one. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> And I get that the intent is there, but God doesn't want to randomly speak to us. He's a relational God. And when He speaks, He speaks with purpose and intent. And the Bible isn't supposed to be randomly opened when it's convenient for us. 
It's our guide. It gives us purpose and it instructs us on how to live. It teaches us how to pray, how to forgive, how to live in harmony with one another and how to love each other in the same way that Christ loves us. And so when we read God's Word, we need to look at it through the eyes of a father who loves his children and who wants the best for them. God's Word is consistent and ever true and which we should approach His Word with the same consistency. We should be convicted to read it daily, not just when it's convenient for us. Because conviction says, I'm going to pick up God's Word and I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to study it. I'm going to look at the context in which it was written and I'm going to press in to hear a word from God. But convenience says, I'm just going to quickly open up my YouVersion Bible app so my streak doesn't disappear. And we've all been there. I'm 100% guilty of doing this. But we can't expect to hear from God when we only listen when it's convenient for us. We can't expect to hear from God when we only open up our Bibles on a Sunday. Instead, we need to be consistent with our approach in reading God's Word so that our hearts are positioned and ready to hear from Him. There's a promise in this Word that says, Seek and you will find. And so as we seek and we continue to develop this spiritual habit, our hearts become more inclined to hearing from God. Which brings me to my next point, that the Word of God shapes and transforms. The Scriptures are not just for information, but for transformation. Because we can't come into contact with God's Word without having a transformation because it penetrates our hearts and it becomes the measure of influence in our lives. And that's why here at Encounter, we offer up the challenge of sticking around for an entire series. Because when you surround yourself with the Scriptures, we know that a life change can take place. When we first meet the Apostle Paul in the Bible, he's persecuting Christians and he's hurting God. And as he's on his way to Damascus, God stops him in his tracks. And as he hears the audible voice of God, his life is radically changed. He begins to preach the gospel. He writes over half of the New Testament and his life begins to be shaped and transformed by the Scriptures. Growing up in church, I was so blessed to have been surrounded by the Scriptures. And the school I went to as a kid was a Christian school. And this meant that sometimes we were given Scripture verses to memorise for homework. And I had this one teacher who really encouraged us to take this seriously, to know the Scriptures word for word. And so she offered up this... Um, this challenge that when we were able to memorise, the first, the first student who was able to memorise a scripture passage would get some sort of prize. And of course, 10-year-old me was this kid that would take any opportunity to win a competition. So I was like, challenge accepted. And so I would go home, I would grab my Bible, I would stand in front of the mirror and I would, I would repeat these scriptures over and over and over again until they were committed to memory. And for the longer scripture passages, like the Psalms or one of Paul's letters, I would kind of create this beat and say like these scriptures to a rhythm. And so now, <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> we'll save it for another time. But, <laughs> but now basically I have all of these like scripture verse raps like in my head playing 24-7. And I don't say this story to flex on how well I know my Bible 
Although if anyone's up for like a scripture wrap off, I'm so down. <laughs> but I wanted to share this short testimony because I, um, I wanted to tell you that like my life has been transformed by knowing these scriptures. It's, it's how I hear the gentle whispers of God throughout my day. And so I encourage you to surround yourself with the scriptures. Write them on your mirror, stick them up on your wall, start to memorize these, these promises word for word. And if you don't know, you know what scriptures to start memorizing, Proverbs is the best place. It's great, but all scripture is amazing. Just get yourself into the word and start to commit it to memory. These Bible verses that I've memorized over 10 years ago have shaped my life. And they are how I hear from God day in and day out. And if they can shape my life, they can do the same for you. And so this brings me to my final thought today, and that is to get God's Word inside of you. We need to consume it. We need to be fed by the Word of God each and every day. Isaiah 55 verse 10 says, My word is like the snow and the rain that comes down from the sky to water the earth. They make the crops grow and provide seed for planting and food to eat. But I know that sometimes the Bible can just seem like words on a page without relationship with the author. And if you're someone here today who isn't sure where they stand with God, just know that he wants nothing more than to have a relationship with you. The Bible says that, the, that God is the author and perfecter of our faith. It is his desire that his written word is living inside of us because it changes and it transforms. We've got a lot of voices in our lives that are distracting us and making us confused. But God is saying, if you would just get my word inside of you, I can remind you that I have a plan for your life that my grace is sufficient for you and that my perfect love casts out all fear. He wants his word to live inside of you because you were designed to live in relationship with the Father. He wants to fill you with his promises and remind you each and every day just how much he loves you. And I love how Michael Todd illustrates this. He says, it's like how the glove was designed to live in relationship with the hand. Because without the hand, the glove is formless and it's empty and it has no purpose. But because the glove was made in the image of a hand, once the hand gets inside of the glove, it is fully transformed and it now has purpose. Meaning that we were never created to live without the breath of God inside of us. We are his perfect creation, his pride and joy. So let the word of God breathe life into you. Thanks so much for listening. I pray that you were able to hear from God in a fresh way today. We'd love to hear from our listeners. To connect with us or to support the work of Encounter, please jump on our website, encounteradelaide.com.au. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to jump onto iTunes, Spotify, or your podcast provider and give us a rating and review. Or share this message on your social media accounts and tag us at Encounter Adelaide. God bless. Have an amazing week.